Welcome back, TDU listeners. Oh say, can you smell our glorious Marxist medical fascist stew? It simmers on, just as we like it. And how about our guarantees that everyone has equal access to our genetic COVID RNA shots? Sure, there are a few injuries, but Americans need to face the facts. Not everyone drops like flies. Sure, risks in life. Every honorable doctor, every objective scientist, and every genuine government authority knows that correlation doesn't equal causation. Indeed, just because that morning warmth on your face is coming from a blazing yellow object in the sky, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the sun. The messenger RNA jabs are safe and effective because we at the CDC, the FDA, and the NIH, and the World Health Organization say so. Welcome back, TDU listeners. It's your sometimes frustrated alternative media doctor, William Campbell Douglas. So, did you tune in to our last episode, number 15, called Morton Sues the Who? Boy, did we ever peel back the curtain to expose that cabal. The World Health Organization, it's balderdash to say that that global monstrosity does anything that benefits our health. It's really a big pharma pyramid scheme that serves the global elites while milking us commoners. It's like the geniuses of the who collected their thoughts, filled a thimble with them, and then decided to resurrect the old communist model on steroids with the Chinese Communist Party as head coach. It's the same Marxist redistribution of wealth and property confiscation. But now, with their stakeholder capitalism and their stated plans for global depopulation and transhumanism, it's as if they're telling us, hey, we can do even worse things than that. We've also got the World Economic Forum, the UN, and the Chinese Communist Party itself. They're all peddling their stakeholder capitalism with the WHO. And that pandemic treaty? What a bonanza for Big Pharma. On this episode, we're calling it the Global Pharmacracy Cash Cow. And we tip our integrative medical hats to political cartoonist Ben Garrison to thank him for allowing us to use his cash cow masterpiece. Check out the cartoon at the top of the show notes. It's a bovine spectacle showing the big pharma ogre greedily milking the evil FDA cash cow. It's the COVID-19 cash cow. See the teats? They are the vaccine syringes. And they're being squeezed by big pharma's fat grubby hands while the green dollar bills squirt into the medical fascist collection bucket. Nearby, squatting just one tail length from his rat hole, is our wily rodent Anthony Fauci, screaming, safe and effective. And his motivating lie resonates with Big Pharma as he skillfully milks the FDA cash cow, greedily groping the valuable teats. You gotta see this cartoon. You know, unfortunately, while the COVID cases of infections have waned, the post-pandemic effects on our society haven't, even though we'd like to believe otherwise. Sit back and relax or keep walking while we take another deep dive into some of the largely unseen COVID crisis challenges. Now in our own small way, we're trying to bridge the gap in the political division that we're witnessing in post-COVID America. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. even called it an apocalyptic divide. 
when he announced his 2024 presidential bid. As Americans, we need to find common ground like never before. And do you remember from episode 14, the big takeaway that all Americans, red and blue, can agree on? Well, the answer is relatively simple. We all need to recognize the propaganda stew of the COVID crisis. It's the fifth generation warfare of fake news and false narratives. And who's force feeding us this mock? That would be the mainstream media, of course. And let's never forget the so-called trusted news initiative. And you recall that RFK Jr. with his Children's Health Defense Fund is part of the class action lawsuit against the TNI. And that's along with trial site news and others. The TNI. Nothing says trust, like having a group of expert Orwellian doublespeak propagandists telling you what to think. And the TNI is sponsored by? Only trustworthy sources, of course, the BBC, Reuters, and the Washington Post, and other purveyors of vaccine lobby truthfulness. And who's footing the bill? Oh, just Microsoft, Meta, Big Pharma, and the Department of Injustice. And of course, that means you, the dear taxpayer. Thanks for being so generous with your contributions to the common good. Before the COVID crisis, I knew a little about the fraud and corruption in healthcare, but now it has become blatant. And if you're consuming alternative media like on Epoch Times and Substack, it's like an open fire hydrant of truthful information where you can see the biomedical fascism, the pharmacracy for what it really is. And that term pharmacracy, we think it perfectly encapsulates the ideas of the current power and control structures of Big Pharma, plus the FDA cash cow, and the all-empowering global vaccine lobby. And at the end of this show, we'll provide you with a foolproof way, a question, to help you decide if you've been hypnotized, mass-formed, duped, whatever you want to call it, by the delusional narratives, the ideologies, while slurping the propaganda stew that's still being concocted by the pharmacracy, also known amongst TDU listeners as the biomedical fascist. Yeah, so back to the pharmacracy. It's a new term we can use to describe the global biomedical security state. That's what Governor Ron DeSantis calls it. And you know what I think might be one of the biggest indicators of this societal disease? Tucker Carlson getting fired from Fox News. Ah, Fox News, where you can watch the Big Pharma patent wonder drug circus. Showcased in so many commercials, did you observe the sequence of events where Tucker criticized Big Pharma on his show? And then shortly thereafter he was canned? Just coincidence? I don't think so. Hey, and how about James O'Keefe canned by Project Veritas for daring to expose Pfizer's gain-of-function shenanigans? And Jordan Tristan Walker? That guy's name probably doesn't even ring a bell for most people because the digital overlords did a really solid job of erasing that scandal, covered it up within hours. They expunged Jordan Tristan Walker ever so quick. Now no trace of Pfizer's gain of function trick. Walker's confessions have vanished in the night. Meanwhile, COVID RNA dangers are hidden from our sight. And regarding Tucker, our fingers are crossed. He's going to be on Twitter, run by the World Economic Forum Hancho Linda Yaccarino. What's up with that? 
At least James O'Keefe is probably safe on his own platform now, the O'Keefe Media Group. I wish Tucker Carlson would do the same before his voice gets silenced too, once again, by the global elites. The point is, back to the pharmacracy and the vaccine's cash cow, it's the powerful combination of the pharmaceutical industry plus government. It's the medical fascism that we've been talking about. It's the antithesis of integrative medicine, isn't it? And like cancer, it's growing. That's undeniable. And with every mainstream media drug ad we see, those should remind us of the pharmacratization, the medicalization of America with all of its associated dangers. And let's never forget the horrific role that medicalization played just yesterday, seems like, in the history of Nazism. But is it from some sort of extreme right-wing perspective to say this? I think not. Just look at the mainstream media's permissive stance on the once unthinkable transgender surgery on minors. Horrific. It's a form of surgical sterilization, if you think about it. And how about being forced to get inoculated with the COVID messenger RNA shots? And just try to notice the bombardment we get all the time from all the patent drug commercials. Frankly, sometimes I think we're hopelessly medicalized. I've left Fox News for the same reason. The obnoxious commercials. That's how we can gauge the station's allegiance to Big Pharma in general. Just wait for the next station break and be reminded that it's the pharmacracy determining the programming content. Basically, it's good to be reminded that whoever controls the purse strings decides the information we'll consume. And all the talking head news anchors? Do you think they dare say anything about the dangers and inefficacy of the mRNA genetic jabs or any of the drugs being advertised and bite the hand that feeds them? Nope. And so how about we try to remember Tucker Carlson and James O'Keefe as sort of symbols of the resistance against the financial influences of the pharmacracy? And their evictions from their previous media homes? This bears witness to the fact that propaganda is as much about what we don't hear as what we do hear. I mean now, outside of news sources like the Epic Times, Substack, and Newsmax, where are we going to hear the truth? I'm sure thankful for those alternative back channels, and I sort of imagine that the pundits are probably all still whispering amongst themselves, just look at what happened to Tucker Carlson. And you know something else, as an aside, with so many drug commercials, it's like they're trying to turn us all into obedient zombies. Like, go to your doctor and demand Ozempic or Wugov for your weight loss and diabetes. Instead of that, how about cutting out sugar and high fructose corn syrup? It's all pharmacratic programming, for sure. And that's why my wife and I have defected from Fox and moved over to Newsmax for our nightly dose of actual news. It seems like the Epic Times, Newsmax, and Substack have some of the best reporters who are telling the truth. But the supply of honorable media reporters sure seems limited these days. Yeah, reporting that's based on science, law, and ethics. But now seems like the reporting has morphed into biased, targeted information that's emotional and slightly entertaining. Just enough to keep you coming back for more. It's largely nuanced manipulative messaging that goes undetected by the masses. And meanwhile, tyrannical control by the global pharmacracy grows and metastasizes. 
We have a right to hear the truth, don't we? But really, where are the most important debates these days on what's essentially state-controlled media? Tucker Carlson asked that same question after he was fired from Fox. It's so controlled and we don't even realize it. I mean, for example, have you heard much or anything about the undeniable cash cow of the pharmacracy? Where's any real discussion about this stuff? How about the never-ending FDA-approved patented drugs with their very questionable safety and efficacy? And now the endless new and patented faux vaccines, these COVID messenger RNA inoculations? Non-stop genetic pokes for all folks. Now the COVID mRNA is even on the childhood vaccination schedule. The pharmacrats were hoping for an endless cycle. How sick. But we the people caught on to their trick. Philanthropists Bill Gates and our public servant Anthony Fauci might like nothing more than another greedworthy pandemic. And with even more forceful vaccine mandates. How luscious, says Bill and Tony. It's another irresistible big pharma cash cow and we're going to milk it for all it's worth. Now in my own practice, Unbelievably, I still have a few genuinely ignorant, thoroughly brainwashed patients who ask me, Hey doc, I had my first two plus a booster. When should I get my fourth? I'm still hearing that, believe it or not. Even though the science is now clear, they are dangerous and negatively effective. Meaning the more you get, the more likely you are to get infected. The absurdity of all this would be laughable if it weren't so sad. And I wonder how many listeners know that the vaccine makers are entirely indemnified from getting sued for any and all vaccine injuries ever since 1986. Did you know that? Most of my patients don't. They don't have a clue. And I didn't either until the pandemic unfolded. Just go to the adverse events document on the TDU website and you'll see all the possible injuries that can occur from these COVID RNA inoculations. Yeah, all vaccine manufacturers, there's about 20 of them, and they're all indemnified from getting sued and having to pay for all these injuries. And their legal umbrella of protection is called the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. Tragically, we can't successfully sue any of the vaccine makers or the government agencies for the injuries and deaths that are occurring. What a racket! And I think winning a lawsuit against the pharmacracy in their vaccine lobby today would be about as likely as a German man or woman 90 years ago trying to sue Hitler's Third Reich after being forced to undergo those surgical sterilizations of the day. I know it's horrible to talk about. I mean, where's the mental and emotional capacity to even fathom it? And by the way, many of those surgeries of Nazism, they were done with minimal or sometimes even without anesthesia. It's true and really important historically. And think about it. How is it any different really than the transgender surgeries and sterilizations that are going on today? And why isn't there more public and media outcry? I think TDU listeners know the answer to that. There's a quote by G.K. Chesterton that applies perfectly here. And it goes like this. The disadvantage of men not knowing the past is that they do not know the present. History is a high point of vantage from which alone men can see the age in which they are living. What we're witnessing ultimately are the consequences of government agency capture 
In Nazi Germany, the captured agencies included the ministries of education and justice and others. That should sound familiar to us all. And now what are we witnessing? Same thing, essentially. The pharmacratic capture of our own health and human services agencies, the CDC, the FDA, the NIH, all the way up to the World Health Organization. They're all endorsing these RNA shots. And all of this smacks of a clandestine alliance with ownership and control of the narratives. It's called the vaccine lobby. Just wait to see what they try to do to RFK Jr. in his run for the 2024 presidency. And these so-called vaccines? They are not really vaccines. RNA is genetic material. And the jabs are still causing countless numbers of injuries and even deaths. Just go to react19.org and realnotrare.com to see. But look how we're branded as anti-vaxxers when we dare talk about any of this. And before we close here, let me get back to Mr. Garrison's cash cow cartoon. It's Big Pharma profiting from the creation of early counterfeit money conjured up by the captured Federal Reserve, the creature from Jekyll Island. Meanwhile, we the people suffer the consequences of the downstream currency devaluation and inflated prices. The creation of more currency out of thin air. It's just more devaluation of the dollar, driving inflation, higher taxes, and draconian tax collection methods. It's crazy hard for any true American to envision armed IRS agents. Meantime, here we stand, all dumbfounded, watching our national debt just surge. And the biomedical fascists, the pharmacrats, they're laughing all the way to their banks with the collection buckets full of the fiat money, which they control the production of. We're the ones getting milked. The American dream? Its splendid fruits are quickly dying on the vine and rotting on the ground right in front of us. In big measure, it's due to poisoning through healthcare agency capture. Pharmacratic criminality thrives. And apparently, our watchdogs, Congress and the Supreme Court, they must be bought off, at least to some degree. Otherwise, how could the executive branch get away with this? Okay, let's wrap up. We've discussed the cash cow of the medical industrial complex, the pharmacracy, and the importance of consuming truthful information versus propaganda. But before closing, do you recall the opening question? What is the best way to discern if the fake biomedical fascist narratives and ideologies have entranced you? And the answer is actually in the title of this episode, Willingness to Question the Pharmacracy Cash Cow. First, ask yourself, do I even perceive the censorship? Am I aware of the propaganda, the propaganda stew that's being funded by the pharmacracy, the cash cow? And if so, am I now willing and able to take a serious look at all of the evidence that contradicts the prevailing newspeak? And how about speaking up and asking questions about it and even debating the prevailing narratives with your own family and friends? Are you willing? The tyranny is camouflaged as normalcy. But again, thank you Ben Garrison for your cash cow creation. So illuminating. It's like in The Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy's dog Toto peels back the curtain, allowing us to see the fake trembling wizard pulling the ropes and levers. The whole thing was based on fear. TTU integrators, let's face it. We've been fooled, but how do we possibly become thoroughly convinced of this fact that the US and Europe are owned and controlled by the pharmacracy with its vaccine lobby? For sure, this life we perceive with its everyday appearances and rhythms, 
I think it's not the complete representation. Underneath the more benevolent appearances lay degrees of malevolence. That's scary and sad and it makes us angry when we can see the sociopathic wizards of the dark side exposed. But our feelings are normal, and let's be grateful that we're wise to their false narratives, their collusive censorships, their oppressive coercion, and their fraud, corruption, and cover-ups. And then we can truly act to protect our fundamental human rights, even if the pharmacrats don't believe in human rights. None of the contents of TDU podcasts constitute medical or professional advice. And no person listening should act or refrain from acting on the basis of the content of this podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice from a qualified healthcare professional. The content of the Douglas Update does not reflect the opinions of our promotional sponsors, advertising agencies, parent company, affiliates, or subsidiaries.